0: This weekend, baby quest. It's a pandemic pandemonium. Yeehaw! <laughs> Is that good?
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, you guys. My name is Mike and I'm Leah. Hey, Leah. Hi, Mike. How are you?
1: <sighs>
0: yeah, that sounds a bit right.
1: Sleep is becoming more and more of a challenge. Yeah, especially last night. Yeah. Yeah. I think I slept for like maybe an hour and then I woke up And couldn't go back to sleep Yeah. for like five hours.
0: Right. What did you do to try to get back to sleep? Like maybe read a book?
1: Yeah. I mean, I did like... So the problem was...
0: Did you like scroll on your phone for a long time? No. Did you maybe like watch... A TV show that yeah, you like for I a mean, long time. Yes, while you were looking at your phone, probably.
1: Yes, but like normally, I can still go to sleep, like fall asleep while watching a TV show.
0: And that's a superpower because most people are watching a TV show when they're watching a TV show.
1: I can just fall asleep. Um, Apparently not though. <laughs> I mean, not last what I'm night. Saying. I think the real problem was I woke up and then. I had to go to the bathroom, and then I was kind of like awake, and then I was hungry, and then, you know, it just snowballs. Mm-hmm. And then I was in—I wasn't comfortable, and then there was just a lot.
0: Mm. And Grey's Anatomy didn't just lull you to sleep. With all the screaming and the babies dying constantly, nonstop. Constant
1: baby death. Anytime I walk into the
0: room and you're watching Grey's Anatomy. That
1: is literally the biggest exaggeration.
0: (laughs) There are babies just dropping like flies on that show. No. Okay. Recently, I was literally. You're watching Grey's Anatomy. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy because it's a terrible show. But Leah, it's one of two shows that she will just watch over and over and over again. The other one, of course, being Gilmore Girls. And so that's fine if it's your like comfort food show. I don't, I don't even care. It's just awful, though.
1: Yeah, well, you watch The Simpsons, and that's awful. So
0: it's yeah, but it's not. Is the difference? But yeah, I was like in the living room doing something else, and you're like, oh, you should like don't watch this part or whatever and it was like like an episode a couple having a stillbirth in the show
1: yes representation is important (sighs) (laughs) that sound effect was because he knows i'm right
0: no anyway it's a show about babies dying people screaming about babies dying and airplanes crash into the hospital every single week no it's true they're into like, the
1: hospital. there's a
0: bomb on the airplane that's full of the surgeons, and the airplane with the bomb is crashing right into the the NICU. And you that happens every week, just, from what I can tell. No,
1: you just combined like three different plot storylines.
0: Anyway, it's not a nice over sh- multiple It's not seasons. a nice show. That's all I want to say. It's not nice, and I don't like it.
1: That's fine. I don't ask you to like it.
0: I know. I'm still. I'm still need to yell about it though. No one asked me, but here we are, recording this for everyone to listen to.
1: Yeah. So sleep has been a challenge. Yeah. Let's
0: talk about your stuff.
1: I'm sore, basically all the time. Mm-hmm. It kind of feels like my skin is just being stretched beyond what it's capable of at this point.
0: Yeah, you're very, very huge and giant. <laughs> and you're not even, like, really round at this point. Anymore, it's more, no. like, boxy. It's somewhere between, like, boxy and the shape of a baby.
1: Well, I kind of, like, realized it's sort of, like, peanut-shaped. Like, we got hmm. two, like, bulges on either side and, like, kind of an indent in the middle. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Vaguely peanut shape you know like peanuts in a shell
0: yeah <laughs> sorry get it
1: or like a cashew like you know
0: that's not the same shape
1: i know but like sometimes
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah anyways so yeah you're
0: yeah, very uncomfortable very miserable yes not sleeping it's not helping that i think the not sleeping well at night has been leading you to take I, well, I don't know, maybe not, but I feel like increasing number of daytime and morning naps, and then I feel also, like, your sleep schedule is just slowly getting nudged, like, completely. Yeah. Which is, I'm sure, not helping things.
1: No, it's definitely not helping, and I did, like, I've noticed that happening, but I've also, like, thrown up my hands in, like... Like, I don't have control over this anymore. I'm just going to, like, sleep when I sleep and I'm awake when I'm awake. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, really, we have, like, a week left. So, like, whatever happens, happens. Mm. I feel like maybe if this happened, this was happening earlier in my pregnancy or I had further to go, I might have tried to, like, you know, have some sort of normal-ish sleep pattern but i really just said like oh f it and like stop trying
0: yeah because as much as you only slept one hour last night or whatever you did sleep i don't know three or four hours during the day at least today yeah 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 so that situation getting a little rough for you very uncomfortable it's uncomfortable for you to sit and stand and lie down from what i understand
1: Yeah, like, no position is comfortable for an extended amount of time. Mm. Discovered yesterday in the car with you that, like, just, like, sitting in a car, I don't know if it's, like, the angle that I sit at, like, that you're just, like, forced to sit at in a car is, like, extremely uncomfortable.
0: yeah the other problem with being in a car is that you can no longer really safely reach the steering wheel and pedals
1: yes so I, i did discover earlier this week driving in my own car that i now so normally i sit with my seat as far forward as it can go
0: because of your tiny arms and legs
1: yes and that's fine.
0: That's all, mm, it's already not really I mean, safe. it's not
1: the safest option.
0: Airbag is going to do some harm to you, probably.
1: Yes. Yes. If my airbag ever went off, I would probably be very injured. But, you know, it's more important that I can reach things. I don't know. Right? Like, it's a catch-22. But now I can't get my seat all the way forward because of my belly yeah so I'm like back a little bit so I can still reach but it just like doesn't feel super comfortable because it's not how I'm used to driving
0: right yeah very dangerous probably shouldn't really be driving no and probably have you probably do have one more driving time though before it happens
1: that I have to drive
0: yeah you've got an appointment next week right
1: yeah but you're not working
0: Oh, yeah. This is my last week of work. Yeah. Never mind.
1: So, I think we're good. You're
0: done driving while yeah. pregnant. It's fine.
1: I'm done driving for the next, hmm, mm, Yeah. while. Yeah. Yeah, so you are almost done work. You have one more day.
0: Yeah. Well, so we should talk about the other thing that happened this week, is that we went to eMERGE. No, not well, eMERGE. We labor <laughs> and
1: delivery We went triage. to the hospital so that happened earlier this week.
0: Yeah, we didn't go to emerge. I don't no. know why I said the thing that we didn't do. But we went to labor and delivery triage. Yeah. At well, night.
1: I went. You, Just you went. You waited.
0: I went and sat in my office because I'm not allowed.
1: Yes. So I was having cramping, and it was kind of like all over cramping, like low down cramping sort of similar to like period cramps but then like all over like belly tightening which wasn't like going away when I was changing positions and I was also having some back pain and I was like this is just like there's a lot going on here like maybe we should just like go and see. You know, because, like, the last thing we want is for me to go into labor in the middle of the night or for my water to break in the middle of the night. And, like, mm. that would just have been not great.
0: And, you know, maybe, we thought maybe it was just, like, Braxton Hicks contractions. Yeah. Which we know, of course, were discovered by Tony Braxton and Taylor <laughs> Hicks in a joint effort. <sighs>
1: yeah so went in and got checked out Clem was doing fine her heart rate was good she was moving lots I wasn't having contractions they did see like little tiny blips on like the contraction monitor which they described as like meaning that I have a irritable uterus is what they said
0: is that, like, linked to hysteria, or...? I
1: don't know.
0: Is that when your uterus starts, like, running all over your body, like, <laughs> back in the the 1800s?
1: I don't know.
0: Was your doctor from the 1800s? No. Are you sure?
1: Unless she's a time traveler. Okay. And knows how to integrate well into the 21st
0: century. mm did she prescribe cocaine for your runaway uterus?
1: No. Okay. She did say I could take a Tylenol. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, it might have been Braxton Hicks. It might have been I have an irritable uterus. It might have been that I needed to go to the bathroom.
0: It was probably that one.
1: Because I came home and went to the bathroom and yeah. was like, oh that feels a little bit better. Yeah. (laughs) So apparently when you get late into pregnancy, everything kind of just feels the same. You can't really tell
0: Mm.
1: what feels like what anymore. And uh, try going to the bathroom. Mm. Might help.
0: Yeah. I don't (laughs) know if that's necessarily a late pregnancy thing (laughs) from what I've heard.
1: So like minor, you know, embarrassment to be like, oh, I went to triage because I thought I was like maybe in labor and it turned out I just needed to
0: go to the bathroom. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um. So that was exciting. Yeah. That was one excitement this week. The other excitement. Yeah. Is that I got to take a COVID test. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I think last week I was bragging to you about how i haven't had a cold in a year and how amazing that is and how it's crazy because everyone is all you know wearing masks and washing their hands and no one is near anything all kinds of stuff and uh yeah it's really interesting like no one i knew had really been sick or over the winter things like that Usually, I get, like, one nasty cold a year, and that's it. Yeah. Maybe two. Yeah. But I, I'm not I mean, generally... you also
1: live with a person who works with germy children.
0: I live with a kindergarten teacher, and I work at a hospital, so... so...
1: like, the chances of you getting sick are increased.
0: Elevated. <laughs> yeah. All that to say, uh, immediately after bragging about that, I seemed to get a cold. <laughs> It wasn't
1: like a bad cold.
0: No, no, no. You had like
1: a slightly sore throat.
0: Well, I don't. Even, so the the crazy part is, I don't even know how I could possibly get a cold. Right. <laughs> who gave me this cold? And how, like when and where and how? Like I do not understand. And I was talking to other people about it, and like I, I know other people who have been getting colds recently too. And like, what is going on? Yeah. Are we all just like getting lazy and? like licking our hands without thinking about it or like i have no idea how i possibly could have got a cold so that's weird for one and mildly concerning so like i kind of had a runny like i had a stuffy-ish nose and then the next day i was congested and it's like i feel a little like i'm getting a cold and then the day after that i woke up congested and with a sore throat and those are both symptoms of COVID. Yeah. And it was like time I had to go get a test. I work at a hospital. I don't have a choice. I had to, like, I can't get in the building unless I was just going to lie about my symptoms. symptoms. And yeah. And that would be cool when I infect a bunch of people with COVID at the hospital. <laughs> so I wasn't going to do that. So yeah, I went. I think the testing centers are like running really smoothly and it's very quick and easy to get a test now.
1: You also can get tested at work.
0: That's why I say I think, because I didn't need to. They they have this re- really good system for hospital employees to get tested at the hospital. Um, so it was very quick and easy. Yeah. And yeah, I know it sounds weird that you go to the hospital, which you're not supposed to go to. <laughs> but it's like you go in this one specific side entrance that's completely closed off from the rest of the hospital. Yeah. You can't access it from inside. It's totally locked down. Anyway.
1: And you had... You had your results back within like twelve hours.
0: Yeah, it was really surprising, especially considering they told me it was going to take more than twenty four hours. Yeah, the, the interesting. Yeah, so the test was pretty much as expected. They jam a thing up your nose. It feels like it goes way too far. <laughs> uh, they make you hum, and
1: why do they make you help? hum? It's supposed to help. So you told me about the humming, and I thought yeah. that was just like your anxiety bit. Oh no no no. In. Uh,
0: no, it it helps to hum apparently. Huh. I can't really speak to whether it's worse when you're not humming because I was humming when I did the test the one time.
1: And it was the nose one, not the throat one. It was the right? nose
0: one. Yeah, it goes way up the nose.
1: I think that's the one I would prefer.
0: Yeah, I th- honestly I think so too. I mean, it's like it's uncomfortable.
1: Well, yeah. The thing
0: I wasn't expecting is that it was not just like way up the nose but it was like it felt pokey too like like...
1: scratchy like rough
0: (laughs) it felt like
1: or like pokey like a toothpick
0: it felt
1: it's not a toothpick it's not a
0: toothpick it felt kind of like a little piece of wooden dowel being shoved up there
1: weird
0: like more pokey than I, i was expecting hmm uh all that to say it lasts like I was saying 10 seconds, but it probably just felt like 10 seconds and was actually five seconds Uh, and it was not a big deal at all. And it was super quick. I was in and out, got my test results really fast. I do not have COVID-19, which is great. Yep. But also I was absolutely terrified of having COVID-19 because we're, (laughs) we're so close to delivery if I had it.
1: You wouldn't be allowed to come.
0: For sure, for sure, for sure, I would not be able to attend the birth of my daughter. <laughs> so that would be unfortunate. And that's the best case. I don't know what they would do to you. like
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Like, I don't know what weird precautions they would have to take with you. Yeah. Even if, you know, you were tested and didn't have it, but exposed. Like, yeah. And, you know, even worse, we live in the same house, it would be not difficult for you to i've already got it if i got a positive test mm-hmm. like I, don't, I have no idea what that would look like for you if you tested positive yeah and had to go in and give birth a week later or whatever
1: yeah i don't know but we're good everything's fine
0: we're good it's just extra you know bonus pandemic stress <laughs> on this pregnancy and medical birth plan and everything yeah yeah, the pandemics kind of got me down a little lately. Just all the people who are not going to be able to, you know, hold her when she's born. Yes. Well, I mean, first of all, no one's coming to visit us in the hospital. Maybe that's not so bad. But I, I mean, I know a lot of people would love to. And I don't know, I, I having have people
1: like deliver me food would be pretty nice.
0: Right? I know. I'm gonna be eating. I don't even know what I'm gonna eat like, in the hospital for cafeteria three days. Cafeteria food. What are the what are the vegetarian cafeteria options? I don't even know, because I never eat at a cafeteria.
1: You might not be vegetarian for, like, three days. You might not have a choice.
0: No, I'll be vegetarian. I might not be vegan for three days.
1: Oh, well, you're definitely not going to be vegan.
0: Yeah, so I, I don't even... I don't know what that's going to look like, because I don't think we're bringing three days worth of food with us.
1: No, because I just don't think it's, like, really feasible to do that. Like...
0: We're not going to have a fridge in our room. Yeah. Or a microwave. Yeah. I could go use the stuff in my office. (laughs) I don't even know, though. I don't know if I'm going to be allowed to wander around the whole hospital.
1: I mean, I think they have to let you leave to go get
0: food. I guess so. See, and this is more COVID weirdness that we have to think about. Yeah. And this is not like an us problem or complaining about having a baby problem. No,
1: this is just like what everybody has to deal with.
0: Yeah, it's so strange. Yeah. And the other thing is, after she's born and when she gets home, is going to be very challenging. Yeah. Just, ha- I mean, in terms of, you know, having friends and family see her mm-hmm. and hold her, like, no one's going to be able to hold her.
1: No, and, like, there's a... I know lots of people who have... Well, not lots of people. We know a couple of people who have had babies since the start of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have maybe one or two people in their bubble who they let come into their house. They let hold the baby. They let, like, them help out with stuff. And that's, like, super great. Unfortunately, with our situation, because I'm high risk, because Clem is going to be high risk. hmm we would literally need the person or people who were doing that to, like, completely self-isolate for two weeks beforehand and then not see anybody. Like, not see anybody and not go anywhere but their house and our house. And...
0: Yeah, which is a problem.
1: Realistically, that's, like, not feasible, right? Like, that's not really an option yeah. to say to like either our parents or one of our siblings like hey so I need you to self-isolate for two weeks and then like not go anywhere and not see anybody else and everybody in your household that lives with you can't go anywhere or see anybody else like, like it's just not possible
0: yeah like your parents are also high risk because they're old yeah no offense.
1: No, they're just, they're like, super old in the age group that makes them high-risk. Yep.
0: And... But,
1: like, they still need to go to the grocery store. Like...
0: Right. <laughs> and, like, my mom, who... I don't know. She totally would self-isolate, but I don't know how it <laughs> would even But that doesn't
1: work because... Because she lives
0: with my much younger brother... Yeah. ...who is... Uh, who works at a grocery store.
1: Exactly. Like, it just... It's not possible you know which is why our bubble has been so small this whole time really yeah like we really haven't seen people especially since september we like
0: what do you mean just because outdoor visits
1: yeah Mm. and like things started getting worse in september when kids went back to school and like
0: weird coincidence i know
1: it's odd you know we were like seeing some people outside for visits in the summer more,
0: yeah, and we have like our you know back deck that we would have people over to sometimes and sit at like opposite ends of the <laughs> yeah. deck, and that was all good,
1: yeah. But you know, since September, it's really been like if someone was to ask me who was in our bubble, I would say Mike is in my bubble, there is nobody else.
0: Oh, yeah, that's accurate, like, <laughs> but just yeah and having that situation bringing a baby home that lots of people are very excited for like it sucks you know that I'm gonna have to shovel a path to our back deck so so that that people can stare through the glass to (laughs) see her like she's in some aquarium or something
1: (laughs) yeah (sighs) we're really looking forward to April May when it's nice out yeah and we can say like like okay come over and we'll all be outside and you can see her and i mean fingers crossed that by september
0: yeah maybe
1: most of our family and friends are vaccinated
0: i hope so yeah that'd be great of course <laughs> it's not that far away right only 6 months yeah. Newborns aren't even interesting. Six months old. Six month olds. <laughs> are interesting. At where it's at. <laughs> They're fun. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: So I had my second last OB appointment. Yeah. And second last ultrasound. Clem is six pounds, three ounces. Great. My amniotic fluid has increased.
0: Excellent. Perfect. Mm-hmm.
1: Not great. So, like, it's not a perfect science when they measure your amniotic fluid because... Or the baby. Or the baby. And with amniotic fluid, they're measuring the empty space, like, between your uterus and where the baby is, like, the empty pockets of fluid. So if the baby is, like, on one side more than the other, then that can throw off the measurements a little bit and the biggest risk of extra amniotic fluid is going into preterm labor. Mm-hmm. So my doctor is very happy that we went to triage. Yeah. Um, and said like, yeah, you definitely made the right choice. Like, if it happens again, I want you to come back in and I want you to get checked out because we don't want you going into labor. Or if you do go into labor, we need to like act quickly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. Uh, one more appointment to go. Yeah. Which is crazy. And I mean, I think I have this like thought every week. I mean, now it's like every day. But like, I really can't believe that we made it this far.
0: Like
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it really just like blows my mind that I'm like, wow, like we've we've done it and i'm sure i'm gonna probably say that like on the day she's born like i can't believe i did it
0: yeah (laughs) no i know we're getting very close it's crazy yeah we our cars have car seat base stations in them yep (laughs) both of them we have too many cars and they all have base stations yes i i was practicing wearing a baby wrap today yeah how'd that go perfect (laughs) It was perfect the first time. Well, well, the first time, one of the problems was that I was trying to do it with the stuffed moose. <laughs> and I also didn't look at any instructions, and it was just a big, long scarf. So, like, it probably went around my neck more times than is recommended. But that was just kind of... I was just trying to feel it out, you know? Yeah. Trying to see see what i was getting into
1: once you watched the video
0: you <laughs> watched the instructional video a few times yeah no it was good it's really cool
1: and like you're gonna be for the first little while it's you're gonna be the one that's gonna have to be doing it like i won't be able to
0: no yeah, i'm excited to do it that's why <laughs> i was trying it out i'm gonna get it sweaty though it's like right up in my armpits
1: Also, you're gonna have, like, a little tiny furnace, like, right up next to you.
0: I know, I'm just gonna be getting it all gross, though, which is the part I'm worried about.
1: No, it just goes in the wash. Okay. I think it's fine.
0: Alright. Yeah, so, tried out the wrap. That was exciting. Very pumped to wrap it up.
1: Yeah. I don't think we really have anything left to do, like, around the house.
0: No, I'm off next week, so, I don't know.
1: Clean. I'd like
0: to do some... Tidying and stuff, and but that's about it.
1: Some cleaning. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We do have to figure out how the the pack and play fits in our bedroom. Yes. That's where she's gonna be sleeping. <laughs> and I don't. I'm not yet sure how it fits in there. <laughs> we may have to completely move the bed, like to the other side of the room. Yeah. And change up our whole lives, basically. <laughs> I. No one told me having a baby would be this disruptive. <laughs> I didn't know we would have to move the bed.
1: (laughs) Well, and so that's mostly because you, like, there is space for the pack and play to go at the end of our bed. Right. But I don't like the idea of it being there. Too far. Because it's too far. I want to, like, I want one of us to be able to see her from, like, lying down in bed position. Sure. So that's more like me imposing... (laughs) a rule into this situation
0: yeah we're gonna try a couple things out
1: yeah yeah i think it'll i think we'll find something that works
0: what's wrong you're making a face
1: sorry she just like she's moving and she's shaking and she's i don't know mm. she's still very active
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, like every ultrasound i have they say that they're like oh she's on the move i'm like yeah all well, the always time
0: I think I said this before, but we're either going to have, like, the most excited, like, dancing baby come out or the most pissed off baby (laughs) in the world is going to come out just doing karate (laughs) all over us. She's... One of the two.
1: Definitely. I would say she's definitely, like, probably a little stubborn and has, like, a... Her own opinions about things mm. already. Mm-hmm. I feel like she doesn't really cooperate
0: mm-hmm.
1: for ultrasounds.
0: I feel like she has no chill, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> like, we're again extremely thankful for this very, very active baby that we've been blessed with.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Because if we had a baby that just slept 18 hours a day inside of you, I
1: would just be at the hospital all the time. We
0: would live at the hospital.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, I've already said that to, like, multiple nurses and doctors. Like, if I thought that they would let me, I would just park myself there and be like, so I'm going to live here until she's born. You're going to hook me up to the machines, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to watch her heart rate all day.
0: And Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, like, every single doctor and nurse kind of laughs at me, and I'm like, oh, no, you don't realize how serious I am. Yeah. Like, if I thought I could get away with that, I would.
0: No, I know. (laughs) don't have to convince me
1: yeah so i mean there might be one more episode of baby quest this
0: is almost it we yeah expect to record an episode next week yeah i don't know about what well no i'm sure we'll have stuff to talk about probably now that i think about it so fingers crossed for an episode next week and then probably a week off yeah i would say
1: yeah, that week is going to be... The week after she's born is going to be a little bit of a... I mean, I think most parents who bring home a newborn find that week to be a bit crazy. Mm. We will also probably have two appointments. Like, an appointment at Chio and a regular pediatrician appointment. Yeah. So, that's, you know.
0: And our Patreon subscribers are going to get exclusive audio from the delivery room. Nope. Okay. <laughs>
1: i don't know what you would be recording like what am i gonna be saying Nothing. just
0: all of it everyone would love it i mean everyone who paid for it would love it <laughs> maybe after the baby's here we'll actually have a patreon because we'll be destitute <laughs> and think... people will feel bad for us and give us money I Do
1: you think? No. I don't think we're gonna be destitute.
0: So. Okay. Well no, they know we have two cars for no reason now, so Can no we... one no <laughs> one's feeling sorry for us anymore. They're just like not... sell your cars. Sell your stupid cars.
1: It's not no reason. Right. I mean, would you feel comfortable like when you go back to work, leaving me at home with no car?
0: Uh, with a bus pass? <laughs> mm
1: hmm. If you're not willing to take the bus, I'm not willing to take the bus. No, serious question. Would you feel like, okay, with where we live in proximity to family, friends, and, like, amenities? Yeah, I don't know. Leaving me here with a baby and no car?
0: I don't know. I guess it wouldn't be my first choice. Exactly. Great. Well, let us know on Instagram what you think of owning two vehicles. No.
1: Okay. Nobody cares. Lots of people own two (laughs) cars. Jesus, nobody cares.
0: Well, you can still let us know on Instagram at babyquestpod. Also,
1: I've owned a car longer than you have, so...
0: Wow, brag? Yeah. All right. Excuse me. Sorry.
1: I've given up my freedom.
0: Yeah, I can get rid of my car, but I would have to get an electric bicycle and then i don't know what i would do in the winter cuz it would take like 2 hours for me to bus to work probably i could just electric bicycle all year okay <clears throat> uh thanks for listening everybody yeah if you like this you could tell a friend about it yeah it's it's the only way that more people could possibly listen to the show cuz we're we're not good at uh, getting people to discover it organically nope <laughs> we don't we don't have any advertising or you know anything really no so yeah we'd appreciate that and i already said the instagram but you can go there and i guess that's it Mm -hmm. we have other things but no one uses them so i'm not even gonna bother mentioning it so as far as we know we're gonna see you next week so we'll talk to you then i love you bye